you know, they think they think they're hard, but they're from Oxford. I'm not, I'm not going to slag them off. Cause I think they're, they're really they're really good in Newcastle, but uh, yeah, it just seemed really a bit a bit animosity. You know what I mean? See you in so long. I know, well, that's not true because we live together now. I know. What an announcement! Uh, yeah, I've moved in. Bombshell for the listeners that yeah. we are now living together. Um, and we haven't moved in due to Corona, but it was a lucky accident, wasn't it? I guess because the podcast can now carry on. Exactly. Yeah. I guess we'd, we would have worked it out using Zoom, wouldn't we? But we would have carried on somehow. Um, we're that committed. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just it, be you. It, we say as we're posting an episode six weeks after the game happened. <laughs> yeah, we should explain a little bit. So. Uh, this was the game, the replay between Oxford and Newcastle. One of the better games, actually. But because it was a replay, it wasn't to be top, top of our priority list. And we didn't actually post it. So we're going to post it now. Yeah. Um, a little like, lockdown treat for you all. A little lockdown treat. Give you, give you guys some, some football to think about. Um, but we also thought we'd do a little coronavirus update and let you guys know how we're doing and how football's doing. And everyone's pretty How cool. are you doing, Jack? How's lockdown treating you? I'm going a bit mad. Um, but... You know, all things considered, I think there's always there's always someone in a worse position, especially right now. Like you've got to be thankful that you're. All I've got to do is stay at home, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't isn't too bad. Yeah, I was just reading about I think Limmy, a, a, a Scottish comedian. Yeah. The headline said that lockdown has made his life so much better. <laughs> Didn't like going out before. I've, I've I've taken to it quite well. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I, I sometimes sometimes I think that sometimes I think my life's quite peaceful now and the earth's quite peaceful. But as soon a second it's over, I'm gonna go out and get absolutely rat off. Yeah, me too. To be fair, of course, Mavic. But the thing I found is my 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 last yeah you're right it's moving at a slightly slower pace. I'm watching like art, arty things and historical things and cultural things, which I didn't have the patience for before lockdown. So that's quite nice. Yeah, it is quite nice, isn't it? There's no yeah. I mean, there's no point saying I'm not really in the mood for that now because there's not much else to do. Mm. So you got to kind of suck exactly, it up. Yeah. But I'm always in the mood for football. Yes, uh, which wish there is none of right now, <laughs> unless you're in Belarus. Not massively. Um, well, there's lots on TV, lots of stuff like that on. There's lots of content. There's lots. Of, I think the B, the BBC and BT are posting like old game highlights, and there's lots of like top ten lists, which are good. And yeah. everyone always bangs on about nineties football, like it wasn't nineties football great. Yeah. But you know, we'll fucking suck it up then. Go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Watch. But it's so if you really like it. I want you to watch the uh, Genoa Bologna match from 1993. <laughs> that ended yeah. 0 0. It just shows that everyone was like, "Oh, football was better. Was better back in my day." It was like, "Why are you moaning?" Then everyone's gutted. Football's gone. So it just shows that football's great no matter what time period. So. But we're here to bring it back, right? We're to bring it back, talking about footy. Um, and there's also like, uh, we, we, we watched um, Maradona, the documentary. Yeah. Really good. Lots of good sports films to watch at the moment, aren't there? Bobby Robson, more the manager. Two good, yeah, lots of good sports. I was thinking about doing a top 10 football films for the listeners. Sure, have you done that? Not yet, but I'll write it. We'll put it on socials after this. Good, so the, the people can uh, keep it up. Have, have you learned the social score yet? What's it called? The social handle? Two underscore one underscore boys. <laughs> I think so, but they're the words. So if you if you on your Instagram search function right now, don't be typing the number two. It's the no. word T W O underscore one underscore boys. Yeah, I think that sounds right. <laughs> I think our Twitter is a bit simpler. I forgot what Twitter is at two boys. I think it's two boys one cut one. <laughs> That's not simple. <laughs> Just don't follow us on social. It's not that good anyway. Maybe we will do like soundbite at the end of Alex actually saying our socials clearly, and yes. precisely at the end. I'll do that. That's a brilliant. That's idea. something to look forward to. We're really still innovating on this podcast. Yeah, we are. Um, Let's talk a bit about the world of football. So football's not back. The FA Cup's not back. So but it's not void yet. Liverpool could still win the league. Liverpool's Someone could still win the FA Cup. 
Yeah, and that's something to look. Yeah, do you think that happened? Should we be, should we be realistic? Not. I don't know. I don't know what to believe though. I don't. I guess I'm reading so much news content right now. I'm not looking at football content. I don't think anyone knows, do they? Is it? I mean, I know. I know. Um, Roy Hodgson said he wants it to end yesterday. But I guess he's he's up for is that football. Or just his life. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> he's getting out of it, Roy. To be I think fair. he wants a season. To, I like, I've got a lot of time for Roy. I love Roy. I think he's um, he said the season should end. But it's funny. I mean, all the, all the, all the, like Karen Brady's had season end as well. And it's like, it's funny that yeah, people, of course she does. She's people want to get relegated. And then obviously Klopp's got different ideas. Yeah. I don't know why I want really. I just want football um, back in some kind of. Thing. I want, I want politicians to stop bashing footballers. Yes. Good link. Um, Matt, Han- well, I don't know. So I, I feel like uh, the media rather than football, politicians went after football a little bit yeah, uh, earlier, sure. sort of two weeks ago. Our, our football is doing enough. Both of our clubs, Liverpool and Spurs, furloughed staff. Yeah. To, as of today, both clubs have now gone back on that. Reversed it. Um, but much wider in the community, are players doing enough? Obviously, there's a constant narrative in football that players are paid way too much and they're often fucked and whatever and how you have you. Um, we both think it's been a little bit unfair. Um, I know Jordan Henderson led the sort of charge and they've basically all the captains now have made an agreement that's going to be a, a central fund for which it, and it, all Premier League players to donate, which is fantastic. Yep. Really big move. Um so they're doing some good work. But you've got some more news stories. Yeah, well. I was just reading up on it before we started recording. There is like literally every footballer you can think of is doing something. Uh, Neymar, for example, donated eight hundred thousand pounds to UNICEF, wow, which is pretty big, isn't it? Uh, Jose Mourinho, we saw online, has been doing stuff with Age UK and volunteering down in North London. I thought you were going to bring up the fact that he had a training session. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pep Guardiola, who's obviously been quite closely affected by coronavirus. Uh, donated £900,000 worth of medical equipment to fight in Spain. Um, this is a really cool one, really innovative, I guess. Wolf Zaha, I didn't know this, owns a, uh, a company, a property company called ZO Properties. Cool. You know that? I have no idea, no. Uh, he's offered to open up 50 of his properties for NHS use. Wow, that's, that's pretty great. cool, isn't it? That's, that's amazing he owns that. That's quite cool. I'm also impressed, yeah, that he's kind of got the wherewithal to put together a property company. Yeah, you know what I mean? good he's for him. Got, yeah. He's got a genuine business. Footballers are all surprising me, yeah, yeah. Andy Robertson, the ones that a lot of pundits, a lot of like Ian Wright and Andy Shearer keep mentioning. Um, he's been making regular donations to food banks in Glasgow to help them stay open, apparently. Amazing. That's cool. Tony Ardevarad, you saw what he did? Yeah, I know he sent a message to a fan at an hospital. He also has been donating iPads and tablets to um, nursing homes so elderly people can stay in touch with their relatives. Fantastic idea. Loads of cool stuff like that. Paul Pogba on his birthday. It's his birthday while he's been in lockdown. Uh, he set up a fundraising page on his birthday and said however much was raised, he'd double it. That's cool. I mean, fuck, that's amazing. Yeah, well done, Paul. Um, he gets a lot of stick, Paul Popper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and Neymar as well. He, of those characters, yeah. they're like... They're both football villains, aren't they? Yeah, so exactly. Good, it? It's easy to make the players villains, I think. Because um, they're paid loads and often, often they're a bit stupid. I mean, yeah. I, I think... Well, that's, that's me being... That's me no, you're right, you're right, you're I right. Think, I think they are sometimes under education can be a bit... I mean, and then two footballers, like I said, Jose had a train session in the park, Carl Walker and Jack Grealish kind of let themselves down a bit as well. But most footballers did good things. Anyone who follows football on social media, if you follow any club on social media, they're constantly doing stuff for charity, like well before this virus. Yeah, exactly. I think every Premier League club <clears throat> has, a, has a division which is doing loads of charity work. And I think the media pick on them a bit, as you said, because they aren't as well educated as yeah, other exactly, yeah. They can't fight back in the same way. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, they were like, what's, you know, what are footballers doing? It's like, what, what's Amazon and Google doing? I don't know. I, yeah, sorry. What's no. Shane Long doing? I, think, exactly, I don't yeah. think it matters what Shane Long is doing. Some random Premier League player. Exactly. What about the big guys? And I just think, yeah, it was definitely a target. Um, and football, and football, to be fair, stood up in their own way. I think that the, the idea of not just taking our wages away, actually making a fund, is a great idea. And exactly, smashing, yeah. actually smashing it. The person I didn't mention was Marcus Rashford, who I read a Talksport article earlier. Has apparently uh, raised around twenty million pounds worth of food, twenty wow. million quid's worth of food. That's amazing uh, for a charity called Fair Share, which is ensuring that children who rely on school meals still get food. 
Um, there was a £15 million donation from Tesco, £2.5 million donation from Asda, £1.5 million from Co-op, and loads of money from Peace Express. You see him on the BBC Morning Show as well? No. He like read poetry and stuff and basically like a little morning show for the kids? Yeah. But, great, great lad. But how many football fans have heard that? Like, I, yeah, I, I, had to read, I had to read about it to find out about it. I know 20 minutes and But same, we've all yeah. heard about the fact that footballers aren't doing their thing and clubs yeah, are furloughed and amazing stuff. stuff. Just like... all, and that's what Gary, Gary Lineker made a really good point. So Gary Lineker says he, he, he knows footballers really well. Most of them just working class lads who... And he's, in, 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 what I noticed when you're reading out those articles, a lot of them were helping out kids, and the one wasn't so a lot of them wasn't about research and and science research. It was about helping out yeah. poor people. So great work. And I know Danny Rose, player from Spurs, currently on loan at Newcastle. We've mentioned I've loved Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Um, he donated twenty thousand pounds to a local hospital, and is constantly donating money to um, charities which help prevent domestic abuse and child abuse, which obviously really sadly right now is on the rise because people everyone's at home. Um, everyone's doing great but we should, is, is Harangay doing anything I've loved Harangay we haven't mentioned sure they are they're probably saving the world in some way Harangay probably cured the fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> so dedicated yeah. cool. George Uresti <laughs> uh, yeah football is just smashing it football, and like um, and you just and it's so good important to the nation you realise everyone wants it back so badly yeah um, you have to remember as well these players are PR managed within an inch of their lives you know they, they don't necessarily know what the right thing to do they, yeah. they, I'm sure there have been instances where they've donated money and then become criticised that they've done it to the wrong thing and they basically have to be told what to do and yeah. not because not like necessarily because they're stupid, but because that's what that's what they've been built up to. Don't even, don't even manage their own money, half the time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but despite all that, they've risen up. So that's fucking great. Love that. Well done, football. Well done, football. Um, we still love you. Still the best sport in the world. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it comes back. I really, really hope it comes back, especially the FA Cup. Would you? Uh, this is a genuine question. So you're a Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. If you could have the FA Cup back, mm-hmm. but the Premier League is cancelled, Liverpool don't win the league. Mm-hmm. Or the reverse, vice versa. Liverpool win the league, but the FA Cup's going to be our beloved FA Cup. Mm-hmm. The Newcastle don't win it. Yeah. What, what would you choose? I would much rather Liverpool win the league. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. You just spit in the face of all our listeners. Every listener at home is just doesn't know. I might get a new podcast partner now. <laughs> one boy, one cup. <laughs> one boy, one cup. You don't it's care about over. Beloved FA Cup. No, I, you, you, I'm being silly. <laughs> I would rather we were at the... Uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd rather we were at Wembley watching the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, we might not be. You know what? We might not be at Wembley. No, no one might be at Wembley. It might be at closed doors. And yeah, but we're gonna. We've got a solution, haven't we? We think. Yes. So um, a lot of football players uh, were meeting up last week to play FIFA. Deli Ali, Kevin De Bruyne, Dybala. Um, we thought maybe we could finish our FA Cup on FIFA. Yeah, I think we should. We live in the same flat. You know, it's gonna be pretty. You've got nice. I'm not very good at FIFA. I think we should finish the games on Mario Kart. Personally, you, you disagree. If you want to play <laughs> smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Smash me at Smash Bros. It's Scrabble. Scrabble. But um, yeah, we thought we'd finish it on FIFA. Give you guys a simulation. Maybe film it and put some videos out. So you wins. Um, so you wins. Do a commentary on that. Hopefully it's the tune. Hopefully it's the tune. I mean, they're pretty great. Um, maybe maybe you play as a tune. Somewhat great. Well, I, I had a thing. We'll flip a toilet roll to see who gets who. Good shout. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll see what happens. But. Yeah, we, we, we want it to finish. And hopefully this is just a warm-up for the real thing. We mm-hmm. might come back. We don't know what's going to happen. It's really, really... I don't know. It's just so unknown, isn't it? No one knows what's going to happen next. Let's hope for the best case scenario where football comes back. And no matter what happens, football will come back eventually. Still got everything to play for. Exactly. And everything to play for. Everything to play for. I think the key thing is stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned, as always. And, we, and let's see how long this goes on for. Potentially we'll have to do another quarantine special. Potentially the next eight episodes will be quarantine specials. <laughs> More episodes than actual podcast. <laughs> it's than just us. FA Cup ones. Here's my top 25 football <laughs> films. Um, to see us off, should we get some Neil Warnock to cheer everyone up? Let's do it. Read it to me, Jack. What you forget about is all the stomach churning before a game. The despair after the defeat. The problems trying to rustle up a team when you've got suspensions and injuries. The bad refereeing decisions. The directors and chairman are saying no to every signing I suggest. 
all those long journeys up and down the motorway, which seemed an eternity when we lost a game. So it'd be hard to turn my back on that kind of game. There will be an evening when I'm sitting at home with the family around me, a glass of wine to hand, watching Downton Abbey in the warm. And I'll turn over the adverts of Sky Sports News to hear about another manager under pressure, and I'll think, rather him than me. I read that bit, Alex, because that's, that's Warnock talking about life after football, life without football, which is what we're going through right now. Yeah. And uh, although it is bad, no one likes no football, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. That's what I've been thinking, though. You know, fans in the Belarusian Cup at the moment are thinking, rather you than me, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, that is so true. With my Jackie watching Downton. Yeah. I mean, if, if they come, if they announce tomorrow, like, you can go to games, don't worry about it. Football's yeah. on. They'd be like, what? <laughs> you'd be a bit worried, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You'd be a bit freaked out. Uh, is this safe? <laughs> the best the best quote I've heard about that is when uh, Russell Howard said he was at the airport and all the flights were cancelled due to really bad recognitions mm. apart from his flight and you think you don't want this that this isn't bit. good <laughs> yeah that's what you'd rather it be cancelled right so yeah. and you know like like Warnock said get a glass of wine stick on Downton yeah it's alright it's all good back in a minute you'll be fine don't stay inside um, I read another good Warnock quote today as well, we, well the, the game we've missed was the quarterfinal FA Cup quarterfinal yeah. And to quote Neil Warnock, there is no bigger game in football than an FA Cup quarter-final. How bloody right he is. Yeah, spot on. So I mean, true, there's a clear error yeah, to that logic. It's a problem that maybe an FA Cup semi-final, FA Cup final. I'm sure he realised after he said it. Maybe yeah. someone pointed that out, someone nudged him saying Neil shouldn't have said that. Maybe he's right, though. Maybe we would have got him and thought, actually, this is, this, is, this is where it's at. Maybe, yeah, good point. Um, I'll, I'll carry on with the motif of um, us casting the film. So this, this is the last scene of the film. This is him watching Downton with his wife. Right, okay. Yeah. So we Sean B's been playing him, but obviously yeah, Sean B's too, too young. Well, I was going to say who's played an older version of him. We, oh right. Okay, we could yeah. virtually age up Sean Bean like like the Irishman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Irishman good. in reverse, or we could cast another older actor, or we could, oh yeah, cast his. I've wife. got one for you. Gone. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> he's he perfectly captured the intensity. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Sky Sports. It's fantastic. That'd be a great Perfect. way to do it, yeah. And then his wife could be, oh, he's like a sort of a sexy older lady, maybe I, a Helen Mirren. Uh, yeah, fine. I was, I was maybe going a bit young. Um, who's that woman who, let me, let me pause and find out. Sandra Bullock. Where's that come from? Just Sandra Bullock, sat next to Neil Warnock, is a really heartwarming image. Yeah. But it's not Neil Warnock, Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Walken with his wife, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock would be, I think, how old is Sandra Bullock? She's probably the right age. Yeah, I imagine Neil's got uh, Neil's wife probably younger than him. Probably. That's a bold thing to make. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say that, Neil. Yeah. Actually, Neil's quite an old-fashioned guy. I hope, I hope Neil's keeping healthy during this whole lockdown. I haven't thought about that yet. I know. Well, Kenny Douglas is at hospital. Yeah, that's good. That's good news for us. Who played Kenny, Kenny Gaudish in the? Uh, you assume he's going to be the in Neil it? Warnock movie. A weird cameo. He might give Neil an award. Also, what's this film called? Uh, got a suggestion the, for you? The book's called The Gaffer. What's your suggestion? War, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. I mean, that, it's a long name for a film. I don't think anyone knows what it's about. I should try and mark that to the American audience. <laughs> no, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? Who sings that? Knocking on Heaven's uh, Door. Bob Dylan yeah. originally. Yeah, that'd be a good like, charity album. For well, not, not Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah, that's really good. I really like that. Um, perfect. There there you the film. See you there, Christopher. Maybe at the end we'll, uh, we'll make a movie poster of all the... Oh, the yes. Film. I think Christopher, that. Christopher does anything. Who plays his kids? So that, uh, kids are, let's kids say are kids called, are under 10. I don't know me under 10. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No. Um, trying to think of famous babies in films. Uh, the the, the um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody kids. They're probably, what, those guys? <laughs> Zack and Cody. They'll be, like the they be like 25 now. What an eclectic mix of They'll be older than me. <laughs> they're playing these little 10-year-old kids. <laughs> Again, the Irish, I forgot about the Irishman technology. 
So yeah, the exactly. raise them back. The Irish we'll zone them down. I keep forgetting about that. You got Sandra Bullock <laughs> and Christopher Walker watching. That one scene, the ages will be old, using the, everyone will be CGI'd to look older <laughs> or younger than themselves. That'd be a great scene. I think you could just cast some unknowns as a kid. So I think yeah, you, you've, you've overthought. Absolute nobodies. Although, prefer the Zach and Cody are kind of fucking nobodies at this point. <laughs> what of our listeners won't know. You take that back. <laughs> Bear in mind, if this FA Cup doesn't continue, this could be the last thing we say in this series. Would you like to finish it on saying Zach and Cody's are fucking nobodies? <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on social media, our Twitter handle is 2boys1cup1. And our Instagram handle is two underscore boys underscore one. If you'd like to find out about our trip to Oxford, keep listening. Right. Let's record the fucking thing, Jack says. Where are we, Alex? We're in a car park in Oxford outside the Kassam. Uh, we've been here for about half an hour and we haven't moved. Yeah, we left nice and early. Uh, well, we left as the game ended, but we kind of got moved on really quickly, um, but went the wrong way. So let's go back on ourselves. And now, yeah, we're stuck. And uh, it's a long drive back. To, well, it's not that long drive back to London, but it is nearly well, it's, it's 20 past 11. <laughs> what did you make of the game? Let me talk you through it minute by minute. First half an hour. <laughs> not many goals. Pretty dull. In the sense there was no goals. When you say not many goals, zero. Correct. <laughs> zero boot. First half was rubbish. First sort of 30 minutes was rubbish, I think. Uh, but came alive with, uh, was it Sean Longstaff scored the first one? Sean or Matty Longstaff? No, it was Sean. It was Sean. I think it was a really good goal. We were right behind the goal, so it's difficult to see from how far out it was. But I think when we watch the replay, uh, it will be revealed as an excellent goal. The second goal was an extraordinarily fast counter-attack. Um, I think from Miguel Amiron, who then played it through for Joelinton, yeah. who put the ball in, with his right foot in the bottom right-hand corner yeah. uh, to give Newcastle a 2-0 lead at half-time. From what I remember, from what I'm reading on Twitter, both those goals had fouls in the build-up from Newcastle. I will confirm, maybe in the next pod, but apparently that's the case. And a lot of Oxford fans felt the same way. Yeah, there was definitely some animosity uh, from the Oxford fans toward, well, two players in particular. Uh, Carl Darlow, we'll investigate why that was. Perhaps if you're listening, you already know. My suspicion will be that he played for Swindon or one of Oxford rivals. um, And a large amount of animosity towards Matt Ritchie, who was playing left-back for Newcastle. Uh, And then as the game wore on, quite a lot for Miguel Almiron, as the crowd felt he was going down quite lightly. He did die at one point. He did die. Do you want to talk me through the second half, Jack? Uh, yeah. It was, again, kind of similar thing. It felt, it felt like Newcastle basically put it to bed. Um, Oxford fans getting very... A bit nasty, to be honest. I think Oxford fans... You know, they think, they think they're odd, but they're from Oxford. I'm not, not going to slag them off. So I think they were, they, were really, they were really good in Newcastle. But, uh, yeah, it just seemed really a bit a bit animosity. You know what I mean? You feel me? They they seem to take a lot of their anger out on the stewards. <laughs> They're really angry at stewards who just did their jobs. They really really hammered the goalkeeper. And there must be some whole history of Matt Ritchie, but they really really went at the goalkeeper in Newcastle. Um, and yeah, just really anyway whatever. But you know, I guess it's I probably sound like an absolute wetty right now. But it just seems a bit weird. You sound like a wetty to me because you're not talking me through the two goals uh, that followed. Yes. So uh, one P 
peach of a free kick. It must have been like the 85th minute. It was late in the game. I'm going to say it's fifth. Well, I'm probably, I'm probably wrong. Um, suddenly, fight back was on. It was all Oxford for a good seven minutes. And then it must have been like the 94th minute. Another goal for Oxford. Everyone, everyone went absolutely mental, rightly so. In a huge, huge moment. Uh, and yeah, whistle blew, extra time. Is that our first extra time? Yeah, definitely our first extra time. Um, and then the first half of the extra time was all Oxford, I'd say. We were really hammering them. Uh, should have scored one point as well. In fact, this is the first replay we've been to since Croydon Hearn Bay, uh, which we thought was going to extra time because we missed a goal. Look how far we've come. We've, saw, we've seen four goals t- today. Yeah. That's four times as many as... No, well, it's four more than we saw last time. Spoilers, we've seen five goals because, annoyingly, St. Maxime... Is it St. Maxime or St. Maxime? St. Maxima. St. Maxima. Really? Yeah. Maxima. Oh, whatever. The old SM. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a uh, pretty good goal. He was, de- he was the best player by a distance, I'd say. And he scored... Uh, to see what minute it was second half of extra time I saw on the screen as I walked out 116th minute 116th minute um, and they celebrated like he bloody won the Champions League they all did to us Newcastle fans um, it was a relief and that's probably indicative of the pressure that Oxford put them under and the, the real game that, well they, I don't know if they did give them a game but they still they did keep going Oxford if, at least yeah. um, took them all the way to the end yeah that's, we're out well Oxford are out we're now Newcastle fans uh, we continue our long 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 losing streak Unless you don't count her and go.